0: Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we discuss the incredible benefits of real olive oil with TJ Robinson.
1: It's just so simple. It's, It's like a cooking time biohack really amazing olive oil because it tastes like a gift from Mother Nature. It tastes like a sauce. I always think of olive oil as like a sauce that Mother Nature made for meat.
0: We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper. Thanks for pressing play today. Super grateful to be here with you. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at BenAzadi.com. We welcome back TJ Robinson, who is the founder of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club, along with his wonderful wife, Megan. And he's been on the show before. Today, we dive even deeper into olive oil. You're going to hear about the fraud. Yes, the fraud that is taking place with supermarket olive oils and why it's estimated that 70% plus of the olive oil sold at the supermarket is either rancid or cut with the toxic canola soybean vegetable oil. You're going to learn about the polyphenol count in their olive oil, the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club, how they test it. It's super cool. Why it's important to go for a first harvest pressed olive oil within 6 months of harvest and the difference between harvest date and expiration date we give you shopping tips and tricks if you're looking for olive oil in the supermarket what to look for what are some of the red flags and we do a live taste test on this episode where we he teaches me because he's the master of tasting olive oil he's a professional so we both do a taste test of one of their olive oils on the show and how to actually do it at your own house so you can see if the olive oil you have in your pantry lives up to the hype or not, and we talk about how to test. We talk about the difference between artisan-produced extra virgin olive oil and the mass-produced ones you might find at the grocery store. We debunk the myth that you cannot cook with olive oil, and we reference a study that we'll put in the podcast notes from Australia that breaks down something called polar compounds, which are more important. We talk about unique ways to use olive oil, such as adding olive oil to like a keto vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and he gives some other tips there. I talk about my favorite Keto Flex meal, which includes olive oil and a delicious bowl of organic popcorn. So you're probably going to leave this episode hungry. You're probably going to leave this episode wanting some olive oil. And if you want to get the fresh pressed olive oil club delivered to you, they gave Keto Camp podcast listeners a special deal for a $39 bottle for just $1 buck, over at GetFresh37.com. GetFresh37.com. We'll put a link down below. You're going to love TJ. He's awesome. And you're going to have your mind blown when it comes to olive oil and why we love olive oil, even for cooking. Before I bring him on the show, I want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a one-star review, although I think they intended to put five stars and maybe there was a technical error because the review is fantastic. And the review comes from Jaku Rimao titled, Helping Me With My Healing Journey. I'm just an ordinary person. What I mean by that is that I'm not so conscious about my health, not until I went through a heartbreak. The moment I understood to me, to get through this, one of the best things I can do is fix what's inside for me and for sure the rest will follow. I tried listening to a lot of health educators on podcasts and thought for a while they were the best, not until I found your podcast. I couldn't stick to one podcast before, but it's different for you. I binge listen to all of your episodes, always checking for your new uploads because you are the only health educator that discusses things so easy to digest. You would even repeat everything your guest is saying if they're using too much medical words that not a lot of people relate to or understand. The evidence you provide, we know we can trust. And one thing is that you believe in what you say. I also love how you say it won't do any good if you choose to get stuck with no good situation, how you have to do something about it. And that's the same thing for me. You're such a great gift and you've been helping to heal my journey. Oh man, that is such an amazing review. Thank you so much. You're so right. Health begins inside out. We love to talk about inner sizing before exercising. I'm glad that you are resonating with the podcast and my guests so much that you continue to press play. I hope you continue to heal and we support you along the way. Thanks so much for leaving that review. Even though it was a one star, I believe you meant to put five stars because of how incredible what you just shared was just so inspiring. If you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please do so right now. And when you do, take a screenshot send that screenshot of your rating and review to support at ketocamp.com. We will reply with a link to our KetoFlex cookbook, 21 Fat-Burning Keto Recipes, which retails for 21 bucks. You'll get it for free just by leaving the show a rating and review today. Okay, let's talk about olive oil again with TJ Robinson. TJ Robinson is known as the olive oil hunter. He's one of the world's most respected authorities on all matters olive oil. Known for his platinum palate, he's one of the few Americans invited to serve as a judge in prestigious Italian olive oil tasting competitions. These days, he is dedicated to importing rare, fresh-pressed olive oil, the most flavorful and healthiest extra virgin olive oil on the planet, which until now was virtually impossible to obtain year-round in the United States. All of his oils are independently lab-tested and certified for 100% purity. Here's TJ Robinson. TJ Robinson, olive oil hunter, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Happy to be
1: here. Thank you so much for having me on again. This is always so much fun trying... olive oil with you and I always learn so much. So thank you for having me on the show as well.
0: No, I, I love you and your wife, Megan, and your whole company and what you guys are doing to really get some quality olive oil out to the world. And we're going to do some cool things on this episode. where We're going to do a taste test. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to get to see that but you'll get to hear it if you're listening to it. Um, here's where I want to start TJ. We know that there's a lot of fraud in olive oil being sold on the internet, in the supermarket, at the restaurants. What are some of the things going on in the olive oil industry that we need to be aware of?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, in Italy uh, or in Europe in general, there's a pretty large presence of agro-mafia. So uh, basically, uh, the mafia has learned that instead of dealing in illegal drugs, they can take olive oil and do things to it, uh, use like substandard olive oil and add a little bit of decent quality olive oil to it, enough to pass a lab test, at least at the moment it's being tested, and then you know bottle it and send it out into the world. And that's been happening for a really long time. We've had a lot of major media covered. It, um 60 Minutes did a nice expose a couple years back. UC Davis, about a decade ago, did a large study where they sent about 30 oils that they purchased off supermarket shelves in California to a lab in Italy, or sorry, a lab in Australia, and uh, approximately 70% of those came back as not meeting the quality standards of extra virgin. So we have lots of people looking for all the health benefits and the benefits of the Mediterranean diet by consuming olive oil, but most Americans don't know what great olive oil tastes like, and so there's a big educational gap there. So that's what the mission of my company has been for fifteen plus years, um, teaching Americans about what great olive oil is and what it can do for you. So yeah, it's it's you know al- almost every home in America has olive oil in yeah. the pantry. Some of it may be old and rancid and that sort of thing. So there's a large opportunity to move a lot of olive oil. But yeah, there's a lot of hands involved. So what we do, and we can go into olive varieties and all that sort of stuff and you know, harvest time and all that, like how it's milled and blah, blah, blah. But really it comes down to how many hands are involved in making the oil between the tree and your table. So what my club does is we minimize that uh, and we can talk about all the little sticky fingers. It kinda, can, can go into olive oil uh, along the route if you're doing it a more traditional way in the supermarket.
0: And a lot of people are. A lot of people are getting their olive oil and they're thinking they're doing something good, but that that report said 70% of them are not up to par. So what exactly does that mean? Does that mean they're cut with another rancid oil or it's just not the, the expiration date or a combination of both? So what does that exactly mean, not up to par?
1: Yeah. So basically there are different quality parameters of olive oil. So there are different levels. So one is extra virgin, the other would be virgin, and then l'ampante. Those are like the three major categories. The ones that we want to consume that are very helpful is extra virgin olive oil, which is the highest category of olive oil, Um, meaning that it's made with first pressing, fresh fruit, healthy fruit that has a nice fruitiness and aroma, and also a a wonderful sensation of bitterness and spiciness. And these are hallmarks of a really high quality extra virgin olive oil. But most olive oil in the grocery store, after sitting in supermarkets in a clear bottle for a long time, they don't retain these benefits. So in Europe, for example, the lab, the Italian lab that tests my olive oil, the oil actually goes through two different certifications. The first is a chemical analysis. So the, they put the oil in a machine and it tells them all about Delta K, basically the peroxide value of the oil. It looks at the how healthy the fruit was and how healthy the oil is from the Chemistry perspective. So that's one benchmark. It has to meet extra virgin, which is the highest category, peroxide value, acidity level, and like helpfulness of the olive. So that's one thing. And then part two of certification in Europe is an organoleptic tasting Panel. So, an organoleptic panel tasters actually assess, they get cups of oil and they actually assess the oil. And what they look for are defects. A high quality extra virgin olive oil or an extra virgin olive oil should be free of defects. So, defects happen in the production process the growing and the pressing, the storing and the distribution of the olive oil. uh, And that causes off flavors that a professional taster or panel taster can actually detect. And so they if they got an oil in a, in their cup and it had defects in it, they would mark it not extra virgin. So no, that goes to a different category, virgin. So basically in the US we have a, quite a bit of virgin olive oil that's being sold as extra virgin and that's because in the US the a lot of the time the FDA and other regulatory bodies are are focused more on very harmful things like meat and fish and you know things that are really going to make humans really sick and of course you know drugs so that's their primary focus they do try to have a watchdog on, on olive oil, but it, it's really tough. Um, and the big bottlers were taking major advantage of this. They're getting better and better. They're starting some third party certification, but you know it, it's a long route. so there's there's good, better best and you know uh, it, it's really tough in in the grocery store to get the best.
0: Yeah, even if it's like the most expensive ones that say extra virgin, it might not necessarily meet the criteria if they actually tested it the way that you're testing your olive oils.
1: Exactly.
0: Which is, it is fraudulent because somebody might be spending this money on a, on a $40 bottle, but they're and they're thinking they're getting those polyphenols and those benefits that you want to get from olive oil, but they might not be getting that. What about the other issue of these olive oils being cut with inflammatory vegetable oils like canola oil or soybean oil? How often does that happen in the US?
1: Yes, I don't have exact statistics on that, but I know it's something that goes on. I know that a lot of times you have to be very careful when you buy an olive oil blend. You got to be very careful label reader and Ben, you're very good at educating the people who listen to your show and and consume your content about paying attention to labels. So, you know, a lot of times like you said, it could be in a fancy bottle, uh, have a nice fancy label, expensive price tag, but if you look at the back it could be a blend of a certain percentage of soybean oil or sunflower oil. So uh, but it's being sold as extra virgin olive oil, or at least it's trying to trick you. You put the nice Italian flag on there. They put a nice like, you know, whatever they, the trickery that they do, a nice image of Tuscany. And you're suddenly, you know, like, oh, I finally got some olive oil. But you really have to read the label, you know, especially in restaurants. That happens a lot, right? They have very small, thin margins in restaurants. And so uh, a lot of restaurants that use our, our food is cooked in olive oil, a lot of times That's a blend of olive oil and other seed oils, which are cheaper to produce, much cheaper to produce than olive oil. So um, it gives them a way to to boost their profits. But as far as having exact numbers, you know, or, or a range of that, I don't have any way of knowing. And it may depend on the year. Olive trees produce very large amounts of fruit one year, and the next year, very small amount of fruit. So this cycle, you know, depending on you know what's going on with Mother Nature and and, and the harvest and the season, you know, I, I don't know if their needs change. I, I really think it's more of instead of being cut with the seed oils, which does happen, like I said, sometimes they're labeled as blend, sometimes they're not. But I think that more often than not, it's a lower grade of oil that's being sold as extra virgin uh, at a higher at an extra virgin price point, right? So like mm-hmm. you said, it's a, it's true you're being you're being duped so it is important to look for those certifications and understand as a consumer what to look for what to taste
0: so what are some tips somebody's in this the supermarket and they're trying to Weed their way through all this madness. What are some, you know, practical tips you can offer to the keto campers?
1: Yeah, so I always look for olive oil in dark glass. The dark glass helps protect the oil, and even the cheaper bottled stuff I'm seeing in the grocery store moving uh, from the the clear plastic bottle over to the um, the tinted pet bottle is is better. That's better. Light is one of the things that kills olive oil, so I think. Is one of the things that the big guys are doing to help control the quality level of their oil and help stabilize it a little bit. You know, unfortunately, you know, just putting it in a clear bottle won't do it for you. Uh, you also um, want to look for a harvest date. Now, most olive oils sold in the US don't have a harvest date on them. So they really put a best before or you know a, a best buy date several years out. Um, so if you're looking through your grocery store, try to pick the one that has the date that is as far as possible in the future, knowing that hopefully that one will be fresher. So dark colored bottle, glass preferable. We definitely want to look harvest date. And then um, you could also try to look for something that has a third-party certification. A lot of times, Australian, Chilean, or Californian oils have some third- party certification and some of the european larger producers are putting those on now too but the best thing to do is go to a place where you can actually taste the oil uh like to a tasting store or a gourmet store where you actually taste the oil and once you're educated after listening to the show you'll know exactly what to look for and have the keys to the kingdom and at that point you you'll know exactly when you taste an olive oil what you're looking for and be able to say yep that's it that's authentic that's the real deal
0: yeah, fantastic tips right there. I hope everybody wrote that down. So let's let's get right into the taste the tasting part because I think those want to want to know and we kind of did this in the last one but now I uh, have I have this delicious bottle that says Victoria and Tasmania. You have the same thing.
1: Yeah. So um, we source fresh oil uh, based on the hemisphere. So this is from the southern hemisphere where their harvest season is opposite of ours. So this is from uh, the southern southern state, most states of um or very southern states, of uh, Victoria and Tasmania in Australia. So there's a really nice, uh, robust community of olive growers in, in Australia, and we can talk a little bit more about that um, and how they how they got to and why they're growing olive oil in the southern hemisphere. But mm-hmm. this is the bold in my trio. I don't want to taste it yet, Ben. I want to put about um, a tablespoon in the bottom of my cup. So I was telling you about that those tasting panels in Italy. And they have them in California. They have them in other places. So, you know, it, the, basically, this panel, they they take a, a sample of oil, and the first thing they do is they um, and I'm warming it up. I'm putting the cup in the palm of my hand, and I'm warming the oil, just kind of swirling it around. Because when I warm the oil, it re- releases all the aromas. So it's the same. When you put it on like a warm plate when you're serving it with salt. If you're gonna like dip veggies in it, or you know, bread, whatever, sourdough bread, whatever. But um, anyway, you take the cup and then you smell. So first step is smell. So what we're smelling for is what we as professional tasters call fruitiness. When I say fruitiness, I mean, grassiness. I mean, green banana. I mean, herbal notes could be wheatgrass, could be arugula. Basically, an olive oil should have a nice garden aroma to it. Uh, not necessarily earthy, but more like fresh, fresh cut grass, that sort of thing. So that's what we're smelling for. So nice. This is really, really a beautiful I,
0: note. I smell that. Yeah, very grassy. And <laughs> very. Very grassy. So, and the
1: other thing we're looking for is no defects. So these oils are completely defect-free, third-party tested, best in the world, farmers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But when I talk about defects, so some of the things that you can experience as a defect in olive oil, like if you taste your olive oil and it kind of tastes like crayons, like waxy, or if it tastes briny, like brined olives or like cured olives, or like wine, those are defects in olive oil. So we, I would mark that as a defect. If I were judging an olive oil, something is whiny, briny. If you smell like fermentation, that's another defect. So there are these, all these defects that professional olive oil tasters know to look for. And they tell the story of what happened to the fruit between the tree and the bottle by the time you consume it. So, um, so that's what we're looking for. And happily, this one's very fresh and very lovely and direct from the harvest. So so that's step one.
0: What about the look of it? Like what about the color of it? Oh,
1: great question. So a professional taster would taste out of blue, small blue blue glass cups. And why blue? Uh, So blue disguises the color of the olive oil. The color is not an indicator of quality. Surprisingly enough, all of our oils are early harvest, mean very green fruit, but some of them retain more chlorophyll than others. Some of the big brands at certain points, and this is what was covered on 60 Minutes, were, were them cutting it with seed oils, but also adding chlorophyll to adjust the color mm. for the consumer, the American consumer, to Those see a nice tricky, green oil. tricky yeah, bastards. I, I know, I know. It, it's crazy. It's funny. Tom Mueller wrote, wrote a great uh, article in The New Yorker called The Slippery Business, of olive oil and followed up with a book called Extra Virginity, if you want to go deeper into the the slippery business of of olive oil. But the author is Tom Mueller and that um, extra virginity is the name of the book. So, all right, so we've smelled it. We've assessed it. We know it's nice and green and grassy.
0: I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil Four to apply a $4 off coupon. That is Ben, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Your, your olives come with a pamphlet that actually shows like the history of these, these olives and where it came from. So talk about that.
1: Yeah, so that's funny. I'm referring to my, my tasting note card here. But you're right. It comes with a pressing report. And this follows the story of of the harvest, why I was in Australia. I tell you about the season and what it's the challenges of the season it's, it's old-fashioned. It's, it's black and white. It's print. <laughs> you have so many young listeners up uh, in, but you get to meet all the producers and understand why we chose this fruit and why this was our year to work with them because I don't work with the same producer over and over again. So you could see me doing things with different producers. Um, this is just like my little travel blog, a written travel blog that educates you on the olive oil and how to use it in your kitchen. So, that comes with with your um, set of oil and also and even your dollar sample of oil, which you can talk about later. so you'll get this. Um, but let me tell you what I said about the nose on this one for fun. So this blend features three incredible oils in all, a Corregiola and a Coratina from award-winning farms in Victoria, and a special oil from Tasmania, a Paquale. So there are three olive varieties in here, and there are like 550 olive varieties in Italy alone. So when we talk about olive varieties, each one can give a different expression of fruitiness, of bitterness, and also spiciness. So. It is important to learn a little bit about olive varieties. It's kind of like knowing wine, like the difference between a Merlot and a and a Cabernet. So there's some there's some subtle differences in, in them. Um, but as you become more of a connoisseur, you you'll learn like, oh, I really love big poquals. They're like the IPA, they're like the double triple. Hoppy IPAs of beer, well, it's kind of paqual P-I-C-U-A-L, from Spain, a really early harvest one, um, can, can be amazing. So anyway, not to get, get too much down the rabbit hole, <laughs> this blend's grassy, olfactory profile includes Tuscan kale, ripe tomato, kiwi, citrus, thyme, watercress, and a bit of nuttiness. And then we're going to taste it. I'm going to say, so how do we taste it? So we take the oil, we take about a teaspoon of the oil, because we have about a tablespoon in our cup. We're going to take about a teaspoon and kind of chew on it. All right, you're going to notice right away, it's assertively bitter, right? Like radicchio, right? So this is the polyphenols. There are almost 500 in this olive oil. So most people aren't consuming it straight, but I'm just kind of letting it bounce around my mouth. Mm. oh so lovely delicious oh there's a cup of spice yeah (laughs) it's gonna get me that's a three cop olive oil (laughs) (laughs) all right we gotta unpack that so i said bitter almost chewy in the mouth but that's gonna get me but very well balanced hmm
0: I I feel it burning my throat right now.
1: Yeah, it's going down. That's a sign, all right? That's a sign. So two things we're looking for here is bitterness and spiciness. Those are the two components we're looking for. So if your olive oil at home is not making you cough, it is most likely not fresh. So to get back to it. Bitter, almost chewy in the mouth, but very well balanced. We tasted lime zest radicchio, fennel, tomato leaf, dried bay leaf, and parsley. Also, the spiciness of watercress and Sichuan peppercorns, that kind of tingliness you get from Sichuan peppercorns. I'm still actually getting that even after drinking some water. And I kind of have a funny story about when I was young and tasting oil, the, one of my first times in Tuscany with some of these old family that I was hanging out with there and, and working on their oil uh, and hopefully going to buy their oil for the club. So we all stood around with our cup and he warned me, the this gentleman, he, he said, TJ, be afraid, that's a three-cough oil. And I'm like, what? Three-cough oil? He's like, Yeah oils, a mild oil is typically like a one cough oil, Um, a medium style oil will be a two cough oil and a bold oil could be like a three cough oil. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. Like I'm learning exactly how to assess my oil. Like I I want an oil that's got those anti-inflammatory polyphenols in it. That are really going to protect, you know, be great for my brain and my gut health and my joint health. And, you know, Ben, you, you can talk for a while on this topic on the health side of it, but those polyphenols are very important. Unfortunately, they degrade quickly once pressed. So after about six months, they've dropped by about 50% from the moment they were pressed. So it is important to get the olive oil while it's fresh. And again, getting it in clear uh, in a dark bottle that's fresh. The best way is direct by jet, like our club does uh, for our members. But, you know, in California, we only produce about 7%, 7 to maybe 10% now of the oil we consume in the U.S. is produced in California. Mm. And and that's one of the reasons you mentioned earlier about fraud. Uh, there's a lot that's imported. So there's, there's uh, you know, been a lot of, um, in the apple orchards in North Carolina, like apples are a fruit, olives are a fruit. Uh, I never really put that together. Like, oh, olives are... I don't know what I thought they were, but anyway, they're fruit and they need to be treated like a fruit juice. So I understood cider as a kid because I grew up going to, to cider houses uh, here in Western North Carolina, but I did not grow up tasting what real fresh olive oil is. So it is an, a learning curve for most Americans. And unfortunately, a lot of us have gotten used to the rancid, crappy olive oil that that many of us have, have been consuming for a long time. So when we taste the real stuff, which is bitter, which is spicy, which has tons of flavor, you're like, ooh, what is that? You know, that it does have a little taste learning curve to it. I will say.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say. Every time I I have some friends over, I'm like, you gotta try the best olive oil in the world, and of course, I bring out one of these bottles and I, I, I give them a shot, and they're like, that is like the richest olive oil, and it makes them cough typically that they've ever tasted. And like, mine is smooth. How come this is so different? Well. This is the real deal. So I know exactly what you're saying there. The first time you have this, you're going to experience the same thing we're talking about here. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of our dear friends, uh, Dr. Pampa, you know, is, is a big fan of olive oil and consumption of olive oil. So, Ben, can you tell, you know, educate me a little bit too on, you know, the cell membrane part of it and, you know, having healthy fats and that sort of thing?
0: Yeah, well, when we look at the the structure of different fats, the worst ones out there are those polyunsaturated fatty acids. They're called PUFAs. And and Dr. Kate Shanahan says PUFAs go poof, meaning they oxidize and create inflammation. So the ones, the olive oils that are cut with PUFAs, soybean, canola, sunflower, you're, you're getting the negative effect of that oil because of the PUFAs. But when you consume a real olive oil, like the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club, it's so rich in polyphenols and antioxidants that all roads lead to inflammation. It's going to help reduce inflammation. Inflammation may be in the brain, inflammation of your joints, inflammation of your liver. I mean, the body is so sophisticated. As long as you give it the building blocks, it'll go to work for you. So Dr. Pampa, who's also uh, you know my mentor, loves real olive oil for this reason. Same thing for me, because it's loaded in these polyphenols. And you mentioned briefly, but you also mentioned offline that you guys test the polyphenol count in this one that we're doing today. had What was the count for this one? Right at 500. Yeah.
1: And this was tested about a month and a half ago at the point in which I um, selected this oil. Uh, it was crushed in the southern hemisphere. The season before that, we were in Chile. Most of those oils were very high in polyphenols too. The Nolamungi, which was the medium oil in the Australian... Trio had a polyphenol count of 364. So, very nice polyphenol count there. And also, uh, the Leandro Rivetti, which had a total polyphenol count of 279. So really, you know, in the three to 500 range is where we where we stay. And and, and that this one is the mild, the rivetti. So it's, it would have the lowest polyphenol count. So if you're into polyphenols, when you join the club, tell us you want the bold oil, uh, you want the highest polyphenol count oil, and we'll be happy to do that. Um, but the reason I send a mild, medium, and bold is because, and then you can tell us more about cooking, you know, with healthy fats, but you know, it's important to have with your your culinary in your culinary arsenal olive oils that match the food you're making. So if you're making a grilled chicken or a grilled fish, you probably want to use a milder oil. So milder oils, milder foods. That's how to pair. Medium, you can go about any way you want it like I find the best food in my life is so simple like I steam broccoli I pull it off I drizzle it with olive oil I put a little great quality salt on it and I serve it like there's Mm -hmm. it's just so simple it's it's like a cooking time biohack really amazing olive oil because it tastes like a gift from mother nature. It tastes like a sauce. I always think of olive oil, my olive oil as like a sauce that mother nature made for me. And most olive oils that are out there, you can't do, they, you would not consider them a sauce. You'd maybe consider them more of like a a lubricant for a pan or something like that. But the oil itself, you can use in your kitchen, but also you can put it on your table um, and use it as a condiment a uh, really healthy condiment that actually helps your body absorb the nutrients um, of what you're eating. Uh, more nutrients, better delivery to, to the cells, according to what I've talked about with Dr. Pompa, it was really interesting. A salad eaten with a, a healthy fat, you actually absorb more of the nutrients from the salad than if you were just to eat, you know, plain lettuce. I guess it's the fat-soluble uh, vitamins and and all that sort of stuff.
0: Well, anything anything you can do to reduce the membrane inflammation, the cell membrane inflammation, like olive oil will help you do, you could get more nutrients into the cells. So that's the point that I think Dr. Pombo was trying to make, reduce cellular inflammation with high quality olive oil like yours. And now nutrients could get into the cells with that meal more efficiently. I've noticed a lot of people have issues with caffeine, especially caffeine in coffee. Now, don't get me wrong, I love myself a cup of quality coffee, but the truth is I've seen so many of my Keto Camp Academy students have a glucose spike from caffeine, knocking them out of fasting or creating some digestive issues, bloating, and most commonly, jitters and irritability. We know excessive caffeine and caffeine sensitivity can cause adrenal problems, which has a lot of negative effects it makes you more dependent on the caffeine, and it puts you in this sympathetic fight-or-flight state. And for a lot of people, that is problematic. Everyday Dose solves the problem of regular coffee while drastically building on its benefits with added supplements. What I love about Everyday Dose, it's low acidity, cold extracted coffee, and a microdose of caffeine blended with collagen protein, functional mushrooms, and nootropics which will improve your focus, your energy, and your immunity. I just feel different in a really good way when I have Everyday Dose versus regular coffee, and I want you to experience the same. So if you want to check out Everyday Dose, head over to everydaydose.com slash Ben and use the coupon code KETOCAMP. You're going to get an extra five-on-the-go dose travel pack to take with you anywhere you go. I take these travel packs with me, and it is a game changer because when I'm traveling, it's hard to find first of all, a clean cup of coffee, but almost impossible to find coffee with these functional ingredients. So head over to everydaydose.com slash ketocamp. Use ketocamp to get your bonus gift or click the link in the podcast notes down below.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. You said that much better than me. Thank you. Um, So, there was a guy, you know, this spicy pepperiness we feel in the back of our throat. There was a scientist that was visiting Sicily, which is where I had my first taste of fresh pressed olive oil about 20 years ago. And my mind was completely blown. And I knew that I had to, as a professional chef back then, this is a food product that had been kept from me. I was completely upset. I'll use that word then, keep it um, very PG, but completely. Upset that this amazing product had been kept from me. And I had to find a way to bring this to man, my friends back home, my family, and also, you know, turn that into a, an amazing uh, club. So, yes, it, the, these are very special, unique, artisanal products that uh, have a lot of love and care. And, and when you uh, taste the oil, you, you feel that you get the benefits of, of the story and the heritage of, of the families that produce this. Oil, but also I, I think there is a uh, there's a simplicity there's a there's this travel aspect, but also there's a simplicity that you can bring back into your food and your diet. I mean, even if you're doing takeout, you can drizzle it with some healthy fat. Even if I know I've got takeout and it's got some you know crummy fat in it that's probably from some bottled dressing or something i well first of all i'd say that it's not leave that on the side and i bring my own bottle of olive oil in a flask to the restaurant uh to put on my salad and i use the the lemon i ask for extra lemon for my water and i squeeze my lemon on my salad and i got my olive oil in hand i've got a fresh vinaigrette right there
0: that's a great um, tip
1: Yeah, so, yeah, my my wife, Megan, uh, who you know and love, on one of our first, like, Pre dates, uh, we were at a Greek restaurant and she, uh, we were having Greek salad. And I told her how I turned the corona bottle upside down and let all the bad fats uh, go up to the top. And then I I had the nice feta cheese and vinegar and herbs down at the bottom. It's like they serve the, their their uh, dressing at the table in a, in a large corona bottle. And she's like, uh, So I'm, you know, so I had the cheese vinegar and herbs. And she's like, Oh, you you don't have your bottle of vinegar or your bottle of olive oil with you to Today, and I was like, oh, no, I don't. I should have thought to bring that. <laughs> anyway, out of her purse comes a small flask with my fresh pressed olive oil in there. Wow. And I knew at that point, that sealed the deal. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this, she's the one. amazing. <laughs> she's the one. Like, she's the one. She totally gets it. So anyway, no. Um, you, so yeah, restaurants, you do have to be careful. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the supermarket, people buy a lot of bottled dressings and vinaigrettes that have a lot of fat stabilizers and sugars in them yeah. and other harmful fats that aren't really aren't great for you that are GMO, etc. So honestly, it's pretty easy to make a vinaigrette. I, I'm sure that you guys make them all the time, but uh, it's essentially uh, vinegar or lemon juice. Uh, it's approximately a third, a quarter to a third, depending on how, on how acidic you like it. Um, if it's a third, you would do about two thirds of olive oil, you can add some things to that. Mustard is fantastic. It acts to homogenize. Like I like a little Dijon mustard in my vinaigrette. If you are eating sugar and want a little honey, you could add that or monk fruit if you wanted it. Um, You could also add some fresh herbs, a little crushed garlic using the garlic press, but it comes together so quickly. You just throw it all in a ball jar, shake it up it's fantastic. You know, toss your salad in it. And then um, when you're done, toss it in the fridge and it's there for, for your meals. It it literally takes three minutes to throw together and you have the benefits of a wonderful oil uh, in your food instead of buying bottled dressings with, with stabilizers and sugars and all that sort of thing.
0: That's a great tip. A lot of the people who do keto, they are getting sabotaged by these inflammatory fats that are hidden in vegetable oil, salad dressings at restaurants, even some olive oil. So if you can make your own with this high quality olive oil, that's your best option. And I want to get into the conversation of of cooking with olive oil and debunk some myths. Before we do, you worked out an awesome deal for listeners and watchers of the Keto Camp Podcast to get a $39 bottle of of one of these olive oils that we're speaking about, the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club, a $39 bottle for just one buck, which is... Quite the offer. Though. Yeah,
1: As a chef, I, my goal is to put the proof, the, the proof in the pudding, is what they say. You know, I, I really want you to try the oil. Like the goal of our club is our mission is to educate American consumers on what super quality olive oil can be uh, and to help them understand that and to support these small farmers around the world that we work with. So we really want you to taste it. When your bottle arrives, you'll get a tasting note card with it, a kitchen card on what to pair it with and tasting notes, you'll also get the whole pressing report that talks all about the trip and why I selected it. A plus a ton of recipes. I don't know how many are like twelve recipes in there. And then there's a how to host a uh, a tasting party on the. That's back. fun. So yeah, it's a fun thing to do with friends um, and even you know your spouse when you when you get them in, you can see what they get and test their knowledge against the card. You know, everyone's a little different. Everyone will perceive different things. And that's okay. It's just meant to be fun uh, and really light. But yeah, it's a really cool experience. And remember to take the oil from your pantry out as well, put it in a cup beside the fresh, pressed olive oil and assess it at the same time, looking at nose, looking at bitterness, looking at spiciness. And to get back to the scientist who was visiting Sicily, he um, was a scientist who was studying ibuprofen, uh, Jerry Bocamp. And anyway, when he tasted fresh oil, he felt the same sensation he did from ibuprofen back in his lab in Philadelphia, this kind of stinging in the back of the throat. And he was like, that's so strange. So anyway, he brought home a sample of the Sicilian olive oil and took it to his lab. And he identified this um, oleocanthal compound uh, that that is the um, anti-inflammatory aspect of fresh oil and of olive oil in, in general, but the fresher, the better. Uh, he was tasting fresh oil and identified this compound that cools inflammation that, you know, like, like you were saying, impacts the cell membrane and lowers inflammation and, and helps with, you know, a lot of like brain health issues and, and joint and gut and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's um, there, there's so much research on olive oil and cooking with olive oil. Like you said, there's a myth that you cannot cook with olive oil. That's completely false. I don't know who came up with that. Like if you were in an Italian grandmother's kitchen, the only (laughs) oil you're going to find in her kitchen is going to be olive oil. Like, she's going to use that for everything. And of course, she's like 95 years old, too. Right? She's an Italian grandmother. So her whole life, she's been cooking with olive oil. But there are a couple of tricks. Uh, one, you want to use high-quality olive oil because the antioxidants and the polyphenols and the oleocanthal that we just discussed will actually protect the oil when it's being heated. So one, yeah. you want to start with a high-quality olive oil. Two, when you heat your pan for cooking food, you heat your pan on the stove to whatever temperature you want the pan. You then, once it's nice and hot, you add your olive oil and then you immediately add your food. Most people, they put their pan on the stove, a cool pan, they add their oil, they go futz around the kitchen prepping whatever they're going to put in the pan. By that point, the olive oil is sitting there overheating, yeah. smoking, you know, doing things that we don't necessarily want it to do to retain all its flavor and nutrients. So, yes, that's definitely a trick. Hot pan, oil. Food. That's the order. And you can absolutely cook with it. And and I know Ben, you've talked a few times about the study that Leandro Rivetti and his staff did down at Modern Olives in Australia. He's one of the guys that helped me uh with this trio. His uh his name's on one of these bottles. But uh and a dear friend of our club, but they did a research study on these polar compounds that are released with certain fats when they're heated. And it actually they so they were t- testing olive oil, again, soybean oil, canola, you know, safflower, all the different, you know, standard avocado
0: oils. Avocado oil, coconut oil, yeah, but ten, top 10 yeah, most popular it, oils, yeah.
1: Exactly. So what they did, they actually tested this and heated the oil over an extended amount of time and discovered that olive oil was actually the most stable fat of all of the oils, which yeah. was I, I, like, even surprising to me, I I've been, you know, debunking the myth that you can't cook with olive oil for, <laughs> for years, but I'm really happy to have some great science behind it. Um, it's true. You don't want it, you know, sitting at a smoke point and getting, you know, hot and, and smoking like that. That's not great for any oil. Yeah. So yeah. Fascinating. And we can, we can include a link then to that study yeah. if, if, if you like in the show notes that would probably be fascinating for folks as well.
0: Hey, Keto Camper, I want to just pause for a second and tell you about my favorite drink for metabolic health. On this podcast, we talk about the importance of metabolic health, metabolic flexibility. Well, this is called Good Idea, and it is a great idea if you are trying to reduce blood sugar and keep your insulin levels in a healthy range. It has zero calories, zero sweeteners, and none of the junk ingredients, and it tastes like a lightly sparkling water. I call it a functional sparkling water because it has been clinically tested and shown to reduce blood sugar spikes after a meal. It contains a blend of amino acids and chromium piclinate. Together, they slow gastric emptying and increase insulin sensitivity, allowing a steady release of glucose in the bloodstream, where it can be transferred into the cells for fuel. It also contains zinc and potassium as an added benefit. They hooked you all up with a special coupon code. So all you need to do is head over to goodidea.us and apply the coupon code BEN, that is B-E-N at checkout, at goodidea.us. I'm going to drop that link in the podcast notes along with the coupon code. All right, let's get back to this episode. And the reason... There's that myth that you cannot cook with olive oil. that's still being passed around. I see it all the time. The myth came about because of smoke point. And people were just looking at the smoke point of these oils saying, oh, you know, if you heat that up and it has a low smoke point, it's going to be inflammatory. But that's not true, especially with olive oil because to what your your point, TJ, and what the study showed, the real olive oil is so protected in these polyphenols that even though they were heated and even though they have a lower smoke point, Than other oils, they're protected. And um, in that study, which was really interesting because they did two trials in that study. One trial was testing all those 10 oils, including extra virgin olive oil and putting it, I think, 464 degrees Fahrenheit, heating with it and assessing the polar compounds produced after it was heated. And the more polar compounds, the more inflammatory, the more carcinogenic, which is cancer causing. That was trial one trial two was 356 degrees Fahrenheit, deep frying for four hours, or maybe it might have been six hours, or four to six hours. And they wanted to look at the polar compounds. And in both trials, the real olive oil scored the best, meaning it produced the least amount of polar compounds, even though it had a lowered smoke point. But here's something that's important to understand about the study. That showed favorable results with real olive oil. If you're cooking with a cut olive oil or an expired olive oil, you'll get more polar compounds. But if it's a real olive oil, it's actually my favorite cooking oil. If it's you know one of your fresh pressed olive oils, it's my favorite thing to cook with. And that tip you gave by heating the pan and then adding the oil, that will help preserve it even more so let's put the myth to bed. I'll put the study in the yes. notes for you Thank to check you. out. And you can educate your friends now too, keto campers. Let them know, did you know that it's actually not the smoke point? Because people are still saying that to this day.
1: That's great. Like even my eggs in the morning, I eat a lot of eggs. I low carb most of the time. I get off the wagon now and then. I'm a little off now, but I'm getting back on <laughs> happily over the last few weeks. But like my morning eggs, I, I heat the pan like I told you. I, I put my olive oil in there, just a little drizzle. And then my eggs, I like um, fried eggs. And I cook them uh, to till they're, till they're fully cook, flip them, you know, et cetera, put them on my plate and by the even at the point in which i serve the eggs the oil that's on the eggs still tastes very fresh very green very fruity i still taste all the wonderful nuances of the oil that's after you know sitting on the stove for you know i don't know five minutes or so cooking, you know, my three eggs for breakfast. So yeah, you will notice these wonderful, you know, culinary, you'll kind of expand. uh, And, and Megan at one point after we were together for a while, she's like, you know, living with you, the quality, your ex-professional chef, the quality of your, my food has really improved. Like I was already a great home cook and Megan is amazing home chef, self-taught. And she said, you know, but the quality of my foods really, you know, increased over the last year. And I appreciate that. And I said, Oh, that's, that's really cool. And then we talked a few more minutes about it. And she's like, Oh, you know what? I think it's the olive oil. I like, yeah, it's a quality oil. Because it is, it can be the backbone of healthy cooking, right? You can put it in your smoothie. Yeah. You can put it in like your eggs. Yeah. We talked about I'm- it using as a condiment on the table to steam some green beans, drizzle oil, add high quality salt, done. Like it's the shortcut that to make everything taste like crazy good.
0: Something I do, which is probably my favorite snack in the world. Now I do this on my what I call keto flex day. So it's not a keto day; it's a higher carb day. I'll get organic popcorn and uh, make sure, of course, it's non-GMO organic popcorn. And I'll add, I'll I'll drench actually a whole bunch of olive oil on this popcorn, and it tastes better than having butter on that popcorn. And it's one of my favorite snacks in the world. Club
1: members love that one. They do. They do. That, that's a good one. I mean, people who are eating dairy like keto flex days. You know, if you have like a little simple vanilla ice cream and you are a little um, Greek yogurt, which is unsweetened uh, Greek yogurt, and and drizzle a little olive oil on it, mm. it's amazing. Or on vanilla ice cream, like just drizzle a little wow. fresh pressed olive. Wow, that's interesting. Wine. It's really neat. Like in Italy, they have olive oil gelato, so that's made with fresh olive oil. Uh, so it's it's a real huh. fun time to be there this time of year when you can get fresh olive
0: oil on a dilato. I have some organic keto vanilla ice cream in my freezer right now. So oh. I know I know what I'm going to do later on today. <laughs> You're like, save some for me, Natasha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's, she's going through. She loves this olive oil, my fiance. Uh-oh. She freaking loves Uh-oh. it. By the way, Uh, we forgot to mention, those are wondering, where do I get that $1 bottle? We forgot to mention. So if you want to get it, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, if you go to getfresh37.com, getfresh37, so the number 37.com, you could claim a $39 bottle of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club for just $1 and you get to try it out and get to see exactly what we're talking about here. We will also put a link in the notes on YouTube and in the notes of the podcast. We'll put it right at the top if you want to click that, which is very generous of of you, TJ, and your team. So thank you for that.
1: Absolutely. There's no commitment to for ongoing membership. You have several weeks to cancel before you get your next shipment, so you have time uh, to try and and see how you like the oil, how you feel when you consume the oil. Most people re- report really great things, and also um, you have a chance to try it in your kitchen and see how it works in in your life. Like I said, no commitment. It's it's a buck. You've got several weeks to cancel before you would receive your shipment, um, two to three weeks, uh, depending on when you when you. Come in because I only have a limited number of bottles. So every quarter I buy extra cases and I share those cases with potential club members. So that's part of our mission: educate palates. So what, what we do is we um, send out these dollar bottles, and then a, a very high, good percentage of folks will convert to being club members because they they realize that this oil to have someone hand curate fly in by jet and describe and and teach you about olive oil and how it transforms your cooking uh, is a really great value. So this size, you know, your guys being keto, um, they consume a lot of olive oil. Each of these bottles is uh, 500 ml, so a half a liter and you get three bottles of oil for a price of $139. Um, Now, you really have to break that down and understand. So the total price is $139. That's for three bottles. Typically, most people use about a bottle a month, So uh, and that would improve. Use typically a tablespoon a meal. You're talking about... uh, a lot of amazing meals in your future for you know one one price. Um, so we talked about uh, American consumers and being duped. It's really hard on the big bottlers out there who source from many countries, like when you read the label and it says sourced from like eight different countries, it's really tough for them to keep control of the quality. But it's also the American consumer just wants cheaper prices, cheaper prices. And and you can't produce an amazing quality olive oil for a low price. It's just, it's not possible. You want to get the fruit when they're really young and green, when they're hyper flavorful, when there's very little oil inside the fruit. So my oils have about 10% oil in the fruit at the time of harvest, where commercial bulk commodity olive oil would be closer to 25% olive oil at the time the fruit was harvested. So you see, there's very few people that come along that'll say, hey, I'll pay double or triple your normal prices for your oil, but I need a really, really early harvest. So, so there's several forces kind of working against each other at the kind of um, bulk commodity market. So yeah, it, it's tough. So you want to pay for a quality ingredient. You know, it's like invest now or invest later in your health. And happily, I have over 20,000 club members uh, that stay with me and love my olive oil and, and believe in it and, and use it every quarter. So, um, I think that's the biggest you know proof element of all that you know I have these very loyal, loyal club members who just really enjoy the oil uh, for their health and and also for for their gastronomy. So very lucky, yeah,
0: and and I've been a club member for over three years now, and it's uh, and and I was already kind of like an olive oil snob, not to your extent because you're a professional, but I always would go to the you know Whole Foods and get the most expensive one, forty dollar bottle, fifty dollar bottle when I first tried the fresh pressed bottle I thought this is the best that I've ever had and I want to keep getting this so I've been a member now for over three years so I highly endorse it I'm going to post a video on my um, Instagram stories of me adding it to my vanilla ice cream <laughs> Ooh.
1: I love it. I'm going to be watching. I'm yeah, going to be watching. I'll share no, I, that. It. I, I love it. I love it. I'm going to do it Great. Yeah. I have a friend that he's pretty standard uh, diet that likes um, Greek yogurt, granola, and olive oil. And that's like his, he loves that for a high fat breakfast. That's like his, his like go-to. Wow. So yeah, it's, um. It's a versatile product. It's a it's an adventure. So I, I'd welcome any of you guys to join and try it. You know, feel free to check out you know the web page getfresh 37com dot com, read our testimonials. You know, read in Ben's groups. You know, and 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 pages. see people that are members. We have lots of members from Keto Camp as well that are members of the club. Um, and yeah, I, I think you know when people are getting into the keto diet there's this high level of satiety this sad, this deep satisfaction that happens if you have really high quality food and especially high quality fat uh, and one of the, the the things they figured out is not only olive oil but the polyphenols this this bitterness and spiciness and and the quality of the oil can create a very high level of satiety and satisfaction and actually make us less hungry if, that, if that's uh yeah. if that's a word less hungry anyway it's a um it's a it's really interesting so thank you so much ben for uh helping me get the word out and you know can your continued support of, of what we're doing and education means so much and we appreciate it
0: absolutely no no it's absolutely it's my pleasure and one of the tips that I give those who are doing intermittent fasting, sometimes they're like, I want to I go for 18 hours, but I get really hungry at the 14-hour mark, but I don't want to break the fast. I still want to get the benefits. I tell them, hey, go take a shot of olive oil because I've, I've seen that anecdotally. It actually helps satiate them. It doesn't break your fast and it actually could support the fast because of the antioxidants and polyphenols. Another thing to note, there is some really interesting research out there on what olive oil can do for the brain, specifically the production of BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. And, oh. yeah, and I remember because years ago, I was writing a book that I never finished, but one of the chapters was about neurogenesis, so the creation of new brain cells. It was once thought that once you reach a certain age, you're, you have the number of brain cells, you cannot generate new brain cells. Of course, that has been debunked. So one of the ways to actually create new brain cells through research is olive oil, like real olive oil. And, oh, wow. and, and I could give you some of the cool. studies, TJ. Yeah. And it also helps with BDNF, which if you are somebody who wants to be more resilient and creative, this is like miracle growth for the brain. So we go on and on about the benefits of real olive oil, but I think we made the point clear. So I want to thank you, TJ, for the amazing work that you and Megan and Jenny and your whole team are doing. Thank you for the special deal that you gave the Keto Campers. We'll do round three again. We'll do maybe an in-person tasting. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm game. I'm game. And I'm sure I'll see you at a conference uh, very, very soon. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Where else can they go check you out, like on social media?
1: Uh, club.com. You can check us out there. Uh, We're on um, Instagram, FreshPressedOliveOil. You'll find us there. You'll find if you're Googling for the Olive Oil Hunter uh you'll find me there that's what i kind of that's this you. crazy photo that uh that you yeah. see here is in my olive oil hunter garb um but you know yeah check check us out it's uh it, it's fun it's fun oh when i walk into an olive mill in italy with my hat on they're like oh that the guy's serious He's he like, means the business. <laughs> the southerner's here he wants the good stuff i'm like exactly i'm here pay attention
0: that's okay. awesome We'll put your links down below. We have Rachel to put that together. And then also getfresh37.com for that offer. So thank you so much, DJ. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much. Take care, Ben.
0: Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. If you want to get that special deal, $39 bottle for just $1, head to www.getfresh37.com. That's 37 getfresh37.com. We will also drop a link down below in the podcast notes and go claim that bottle. Do the test that we did on the show. You're going to love it. Maybe you could invite some friends over and do a taste test with them. Go check them out on their social media, on their website, etc. We'll drop links down below. Go check out the sponsors for this episode as well in the podcast notes. If this was valuable to you, please copy and paste the link and text somebody with it so they could hear this episode. Maybe you post it on your social media. And please leave the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts today. Thanks so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one.